Okay then. Is everybody ready? Ready. Ready. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another episode of Geek Anthology. What is a man? A miserable pile of Neil Cordray. And I am joined this week by... Vampire Hunter Michael. The one true Ben. And... Wookiee. <laughs> and as always... Yes. Consistency is the thing. <laughs> um, we will, in fact, uh, be talking about here... Uh, well, first off, I suppose actually there should be an explanation. We're trying a slightly different format this week, uh, which we may try to keep for next week if it works out, um, and for future. Uh, I'm going to talk first about a little bit of you know this this News? this week in this week in geek, um, <laughs> and you know also what we've been what we've been doing. Not not as random as the random randomness episode, but just like. You know, I've been watching this, and this happened, and I did this thing. Just a sort of a list of things. Little, very minor commentary. Right. And then, after that, we'll get into the actual meat and potatoes of the episode, which is going to be, this week, the Netflix Castlevania series. And maybe a little bit about the games, too. Um, if I can manage to shoehorn that in. Um... Considering there are four episodes, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. But there were four very good episodes. There were four very good episodes, yes. yes. Definitely. But we'll get to that in here in a bit. Um, so, this week in Geek This news. week in Geek, yeah. yeah. A lot of things going on this week. Um, first off, the sad news uh, George Romero passed away, and so did a bunch of other people who I can't remember. <clears throat> well, George Romero and Martin Landau are the two big ones. Mm-hmm. Of course, with George Romero, they're going to have to put like you know bars and things over his grave. They're going to have to encase his co- his coffin in concrete. <laughs> Pretty I much. I feel like <clears throat> is it wrong that as soon as I heard he died, I was my my reaction was both simultaneously like, oh, that's too bad, and oh man, the zombie jokes, all yeah. the zombie jokes, yeah, yeah, they're right. coming. They were yeah. Brace like, yourself, you know, the zombie jokes. Yeah, are coming. I'm about to say yeah. <laughs> We'll get to what I'm drinking here before at the end, by the way. The Eddard Stark um, meme is yeah. essentially what went into yeah. my mind. Well, yeah, and, and but, you know, that's the thing. I think that's the ultimate tribute with someone like Romero who basically single-handedly reinvented the zombie genre. genre. Yeah. He completely, well, he created he basically, the zombie. Yeah, he yeah. made it a genre. The zombra, zombie genre as, <laughs> as we know it. Zombra. Yeah. You know, um, because until... Not a living dead. You know, zombies were, you know, voodoo, you know, and yeah. somebody, you know. Right. So, yeah, I, I think he, he absolutely built the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, Ben and I both pull out packages of mouths. <laughs> hey, I'm a breast man, what can I say? Anyways, um, anyways, um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the ultimate tribute to his achievement as a you know, as a, a director and a, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. writer. Um, other things this week in Geek. Um, the biggest thing in Geek this week, of course, is the news about the Thirteenth Doctor. Very much. Um, she's gonna be girl. 
you know, the internet has lost its collective its collective mind. Well, and, and, and this is a cycle. I mean, we always go through this. There's always first the new Doctor Rage. Yeah, I saw yeah. this infographic about the stages of grief yeah. when it comes to a new Doctor. Yeah, there's new Doctor Gray, uh, new, new Doctor Rage. Yeah. Um, yeah okay, maybe I'll it won't give it a shot. Yeah. Then, maybe you know, it won't suck. Yeah. Isn't, it isn't the first stage denial though? Uh, no, it's 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 rage. It's well, rage. we're talking about actual stages of grief. Um, yeah, no, this is the, this yeah, is the, yeah. For, so this is a different setup then. Yeah, this yeah. is this is this when is the new doctor. New doctor. It's yeah. always, it's always the same. hate. Michael Michael is un, is is uninitiated in I basically know nothing of Doctor Who. I, so. My my take is Doctor Who. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I get the gist. I mean, every time it's kind of like there's a new James Bond or there's a new this, yeah. like whatever. Yeah. It's this big iconic decades long yeah. thing. Everyone always loses and their shit when there's a new person. Yeah, and it's like. Yeah. And and, pe- and people have no re- well no people have told have reason to lose their shit but they have no right. Well, like they perceive it as their right. Yeah, but the doctor is an alien who has two hearts from the planet Gallifrey. Right. It has already been previously previously established in previous episodes that um, that time lords can regenerate as female. Yeah, the whole look Master at, Missy thing. My yeah, God. look at the Master Missy or the Corsair in mentioned in um, in the Doctor's Wife, the Neil Gaiman episode, mm-hmm. where he's like, "It's the mark of the Corsair." He's, it's the mark of the Corsair. Every regeneration, every every regeneration, he wouldn't feel right until he had this tattoo, or she had this tattoo in, in that one case. <laughs> this goes all the way back to 1980. Yeah. Uh, talking about the new Doctor, whoever he. Or she may be. Yeah. Now I'm um, picturing Scott Bakula waking up in a woman's body. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really what that is. I mean, it really... Quantum the, Leap. The doctor, the yeah. doctor who was Quantum Leap, you know. Yeah, every, every time he regenerates, one of the first things he does, or now she, is going to be, what do I look like now? Am yeah. I ginger? <laughs> Am I ginger, yeah. But, I mean, I, I think it was like when, um, when Tenet regenerated, first thing he did was, you know, run his Purple tongue now. over me. Yeah. <laughs> Run, run his tongue over his teeth. Hmm. Teeth, that's new. New teeth. Or when Eccleson appeared, he's like, like, those ears. Yeah, it's like, oh, those ears. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's, this it's, could be a totally... Yeah, like we, are, we, are getting, we are getting pretty hard yeah. uh, digressed in, in our... <laughs> yeah, I mean, people people are, are butthurt. Long, be, long. Yeah, people is butthurt. Uh, we, we, can, we can talk a little bit more about this. Something that happened that... Um, Probably isn't a big deal to a lot of people. I thought it was pretty cool. Is both Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher were um, inducted as Disney Legends at D twenty three. Nice. Awesome. I didn't really follow D twenty three. So what all happened at D twenty three, Wookie? On the spot. Well, they people who weren't there didn't get to see a lot of things because of media blackout. NBA, yeah. But. It, they showed footage for Infinity War. They revealed like life-size statues of Thanos and four of his children who are going to be the villains of Infinity War. Cool. Um, people who were there described the footage that was shown, uh, which really I won't cool. go into detail on. <laughs> um, they talked about movies that are coming out, like the live-action Dumbo, um, the casting choices that they made for Aladdin, which I can't remember the names of. The woman who played... Kimberly in Power Rangers is playing Jasmine. And isn't Will Smith going to be the, the genie? genie? Yes. I'm going to go on record as saying that is a dumb choice. 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. I um, feel like it'll be too distracting. It'll be like, hey, hey, look at me. I'm Will Smith being clever. And it's, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd rather like, someone who's not as big of a name. I honestly would have liked someone who's completely unknown. That's what I'm exact. That's exactly um, what I'm saying, man. The problem is, no matter who they cast as the genie, no one's going to be happy. No one is going to be Robin Williams. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing is you don't try to be Robin Williams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I think with a good director that, that can rein him in. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were having trouble really casting hope. Aladdin, but they finally picked, found somebody. I can't remember who he is, but he's a relatively. Well, when you say Kimberly um, in Power Rangers, are you talking about a new movie? Okay, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, because yeah, she would be like Naomi super... Scott. I think is the actress's name. Yeah. <laughs> Which, as soon as they said who was playing her, I it showed a picture of her and like just her face. She looks like Jasmine. Now, for the record, the original the original Kimberly is in good shape for her age. Yeah, she yeah, is. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she did some charity thing where she like got into her Power Rangers suit and I was yeah. like, wow, look at you. You're taking care of yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, she's, Congrats on you. She's she's uh, definitely... She had to be more like... Or, no, maybe Joe Pell's the... Maybe Joe Johnson. Maybe Joe Johnson, thank you. Yeah. Maybe oh, Joe Pell's from... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to point out that we were talking about the genie real quick. I want to point out the irony here of how... We, for this one, they have to rein him in. Where the first one, it was like, "Go nuts, do your thing." It was like, "Hey, yeah. the script was like, Robin says something clever." Yeah, Robin starts riffing. Yeah, yeah. Robin does like, yeah. Robin makes sure <laughs> Robin make sure you work in these words. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like a uh, Mad Libs. Yeah, well, see, with, with Will though, he's got the strength of personality, but he's but he is not an improv genius like like Robin. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think that's. I really would have liked to see them cast a, a cast a, a strong stand-up comic for that. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, because still going to be. Yeah. If if they CG. write if they write the character well enough, I think Will will do fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's really what it's going to be. Is if it's written yeah. and directed well enough, he'll do fine. Yeah, it's probably. Colin Mockery uh, would be a pretty good choice. You're right. yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. um, he has a he has that goofy, affable voice. Yeah, right. he's an improv. But genius. I hate to say it. <laughs> yeah, I hate to say it, but I think another part of the reason of casting someone like Will Smith is because of the setting. Mm, yeah, What's the setting. The Arabic. It's Middle Eastern. So you need to have a dark, a dark skinned person playing a genie. They're checking a box. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. well I mean, it, it makes it actually makes I, I, sense. I, I tell you what, like, when you first initially said they cast Kimberly, I'm like, really? They cast Amy Joe Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> the, like, the there's a reason she goes able to play the stereotypical Valley Girl in right. Power Rangers. They cast her as Princess Fucking Jasmine. Right. <laughs> no, but um. But no, I, I, I'm I'm better with what. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm better with that. Really. <laughs> Um, although, yeah, the people were saying, oh, we're having a hard time. Is like, just try to cast them like a terrorist. You'll find plenty of brown people. <laughs> yeah, they have horribly, sadly, racistly accurate. It is. <laughs> the, guy, the guy who played Bodhi in Rogue One actually has mentioned that. He still has trouble in flights, like getting held up in security. And mm-hmm. that's he's like, he has no trouble getting a job in acting for bad guy roles. Yeah, as a terrorist. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it's just it's, it's and it's always it's not a nameless terrorist is yeah. usually what it says on the it script. Sucks super hard. Uh, yeah, and but and let's not talk about more depressing. Yeah, yeah. But on on the flip side of that, I want to I want there's something back to the Doctor Who thing uh-huh. that as a grandfather, you know, a stepfather and a grandfather, there was a video that really touched my heart. 
it's a little girl seeing that the doctor's a girl. Mm-hmm. And you can see when she sees herself in that doctor. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's great. And um, that's that's me. That's going. I. That's what the doctor's all about. Yeah, I really want. You know who I would who I would love to see play the doctor next. Hmm. Idris Elba. Oh God, yes. Of course, he would I be know, miraculous as the Doctor. He can't play the Doctor. Why not? He's got to be James fucking Bond. <laughs> Why not? Let him do both. Yeah. I mean, he's also Luther. Let him do both. Um, and he's the Gunslinger. Right. Yeah. yeah. But no, Idris Elba. Let him do everything. Has, let him be Wolverine next. Idris Elba has so much. No, he could do Wolverine. Idris has oh. so much fucking range. It'll be like Colin Farrell in the early two thousands, where he was just in everything <laughs> right? for like a full year or two. Just yeah. Like, oh hey, this local theater production, Colin Farrell show. <laughs> That's like what? Like I cannot get away from this yes. motherfucker. Col- yeah. <laughs> Colin Farrell plays Dorothy. Exactly. But yeah, I would. I I want to see more minorities, minorities, and people of, of color as the doctor. Um, oh yeah. Uh, our, our, uh, We've had enough Scottish Scottish blokes for a while. <laughs> um, right. Much as I loved Tennant and Smith and everything I've seen of Capaldi, he's been a white guy for a while. Yeah. We can we can we can let that go. And <laughs> yeah, as that long is. as he's written, as long as whoever the doctor ends up being, they are written well. That yeah. is my only. Con- that's my. Yeah. I don't want them to lean on the fact that now the doctor is a woman. I want it to be more like, you know. Well, yeah. Uh, hi, I'm the doctor. Well, I, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel Hello. the one the approach is correct. Yeah. Just make it good, and yeah. then don't. Yeah, you don't need to focus on the fact. Yeah, yeah you don't, don't need to, you need to focus on the genitalia. That big. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and the doctor is it is about the most asexual kind of person too. Anyway. Right. Exactly. So, and, but yeah, and I, I think it's. Oh God, what was I going to say? Ah, oh, that completely got derailed. Um, yep. Well, I'm good at that. Uh, you reminded me of something else that I read that um, I think was the only other seventeen thing I minutes to cover. left in our first segment, by the way. Um, about the more representation, or whatever. Uh, the fact that Anton Yelchin passed away with uh, when the last Star Trek yeah. came out. Um, they were saying don't they recast, are, don't don't recast Sulu. Yeah, don't oh, no. don't recast Chekhov, Chekhov. but instead uh, cast somebody else. Basically, write him off as. Having gone to another ship, yeah, he's and off to be captain of the Defiant or whatever. Yeah, have him be somewhere somewhere else. And I know somebody... Star Trekies, the Defiant was way later. But, yeah. but shut up. But <laughs> basically, Chekhov's purpose in the show was um, Roddenberry saw a future where we were no longer going to be in conflict with Russia, and that was so Chekhov's he wrote purpose. Chekhov as. Yeah, yeah. Russian. And so why not? And so somebody was proposing why not put somebody in that same seat, who is Middle Eastern and is even as part of their uniform is wearing a Starfleet-approved um, hijab. Mm-hmm. I or, think that'd be really cool. Or you know, or, or even a, a turban. Sikh. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It, pe- people think, oh man, that's racist. No, Sikhs have to wear turbans, right? Or yeah. a hat or something. They have to keep their head covered as part of their religion. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and it's not yeah. racist. It's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and because there is a script in the works for a fourth movie, it may not 
ever get made, but it is in the works. And yeah. I I'd rather seen them not. Beyond yet. I I, it's on Hulu. I check it, it is good. It is good. Yeah. I've heard that. Um, I'd rather them not just kill off Chekhov. They need to actually just say, like, he's off being happy. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you can't just kill yeah. someone between movies. Just, or, or yeah. you know, yeah, because all they, I mean, they can do what I they do. Tell that to Alien 3. Right? Well, I guess technically, wait, do they actually die at the beginning? Or are they just, no. oh, they're dead now? It just, the movie starts and they're dead. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Terrible movie. Yeah. yeah. Terrible movie. Or you know, do, what, do what happened in one of my favorite books, in the book Starship Troopers. <laughs> uh, they don't kill off, uh, they don't kill, kill off uh, uh, Jelly. Huh? They don't kill off Sergeant slash Lieutenant Jalal. Uh, Jelly. Um, in the last chapter, when Rico is now the, is now the uh, Lieutenant. lieutenant. Yeah. He says the captain, Captain Jelly, sends sends his regards. It says the new legs are treating him just fine, and he expects your names to shine. Yeah. yeah, you can do that. Yeah, I mean it's it's you you can. Throw he could it have, he could get a he could you know he could get a a medical retirement. Yeah, the person to, the person that uh, wrote this thing suggested like Sulu just getting a message from him saying, "Hey, I'm doing great on such and such ship. Yeah, miss yeah. you guys." Yeah, because he took and beyond uh, when you watch the movie, he took the entire events of that movie. Chekhov took the whole thing really hard, so it could have been like I'm not meant for deep space. Yeah, right. He could have gone really the Academy. Yeah, I've but, heard nothing but good things about it. Um, it's very good. So we got like ten minutes left. Um, any other wrinkle in time news? Oh yeah, wrinkle in time. Which, is I like I I know I heard of a movie being made called Wrinkle in Time, but that is like all I knew of it. Yeah. I have no idea what it is. It's based off of the Madeline Langle book. Uh, of the same title. Of the same title, yeah. yeah. Oh, just amazing. Amazing. Part look. of the time quadrilogy or trilogy? Oh, God, it's been so long. I don't remember. There's, there's also, uh, Wrinkle in Time. It's three. Uh, it's Wrinkle in Time, A Wind in the Door, and A Swiftly Tilting Planet. All uh, really good books. Yeah, read those like 40 years ago. Um... <clears throat> Also, um, we get uh, we we've gotten teasers of uh, Incredibles two. Incredibles two, yeah, they've got and a Wreck It Ralph two. State. I don't no, care about Wreck It Ralph two. I'm sorry. I do. I, I heard <laughs> that it was good, but I, I have I Incredibles is one of my favorite movies. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I want to see. Uh, They're the only ones who've done a proper Fantastic Four without it being Fantastic. I know. Four. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. And it, it was like a it was like a freaking James Bond film. Yeah. yeah. You know. a lo- and and I loved how Art Deco everything was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they took the world and created it in their own, and I am looking forward to to that if they can keep doing it. Oh yeah, oh, we um, did we did bury one of the major um, Edna things. Mode. Game Game of Thrones just uh, season seven just premiered last night. Whoopee! Uh, Rosebud's the sled. Spoilers. <laughs> I'm trying not to think about it because I'm going to watch it after. Yeah. This. Well, and I yeah I haven't I know there but there are a lot of Game of Thrones fans. Um, I myself yeah. have, don't have HBO, so I haven't. See had that feeling right there? It. That's how I feel every time people start talking about Doctor Who. Well, I've yeah. watched a lot of Game of Thrones. I just don't care. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love um, the books too. But in, in, um, I so watch you guys like Game this of Thrones. Is okay. We got Game of Thrones <laughs> coming out, so that's another ten weeks of of Sunday night being exciting. Yeah. Um, I think it might actually only be eight this season. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, yeah, it's either seven or eight. They have, they, and then next season, they said it's only going to be like seven or eight, but they're going to be like feature length, like what they did with Sherlock, where each oh, episode yeah. is going to mm-hmm. be like movie mm-hmm. length. 
I, I'm not too worried about the change in the format. I, I have faith that they're doing it for good reasons. Yeah. To like actually make the story end in a proper cohesive way. way. Yeah. That, and that you know they need to give uh, George R. R. Martin a chance to catch up. Well, he's, he's, he's never, not going to. No, it's not, never going to happen. The no, that's why point, they're doing at it. At this point, he's just said, "Okay, here's how it ends." Yeah. He yeah. Told, here I told HBO how it ends so that they. Yeah. I mean, there's there, some. The there's show's some, already ahead of the book. There's some divergence there, but yeah. yeah. The broad strokes are still the same. So. It ends with uh, it ends with all the main characters you know dying and George R. R. Martin just standing in front of the camera and laughing at you for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it'd be I think it'll end up with uh, uh, with the mother of dragons with Tyrion as her as her advisor. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, so we got about ten minutes left. Uh, what have people been doing this week for geekiness? Other than playing. D&D on Sundays. I've been playing a lot of Shadows of Mordor, preparing for Shadow of War. Um, Champions Online. Been playing that. Very interesting. Uh, it's, it is free to play, but the subscription is $14.99. Oh, I'm um, sorry. One piece of news that is only pseudo news, but I I finally actually ran across an official date. Rick and Morty Season 3, uh, July 30th. Um, cool. Um, <laughs> I've been rewatching Leverage. Good show. Yeah. Good show. Lots of Doctor Who references. Got yeah. a Hardison Age the Geek, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, working on the fifth book in my Demon's Apprentice series and just released a box set. Uh, what's, that, that, what's that price at, by the way? Five ninety nine. The box set is at five ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, you can get three books. Uh, basically. That's the ebook version. Mm-hmm. Are you, you going to be doing a print box set? I cannot. You can't. Riot's issue? No, it's too big. <laughs> um, that's what she said. Um, yeah, that's what CreateSpace said. Uh, basically, when I put it in in the 6x9 format, uh-huh. 950 pages. Uh, CreateSpace throws a screaming hissy fit at 128. <laughs> I would have to reduce it to like 10-point font, I think. So obviously all you need to do is just buy a bunch of the regular books... And then source some boxes. Yeah. <laughs> and then sell them as special collector editions yeah. of the physical box set. Uh, well, actually, what I've been doing at cons is if you buy all three, I sell them for 25 But, um, but yeah, it's been... Buy all three for 30 and you get a box. <laughs> you get a box. <laughs> a special collector edition box. Although I am working on a leather... Bound Demon's Apprentice, um, you know, a hardbound Demon's Apprentice. Um, my friend George Canfield that I wrote uh, uh, Verge Walker with um, is uh, also works with leather, leather, and I'm working on getting making a leather bound version. Nice. One for me and one that I'm going to give away. I just haven't figured out the contest yet. I see. Uh, it's 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 who can uh, who, who can control your ability to be on a podcast or not. Right? Um. Um. But yeah, Mike. Um. I have been playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm lately. It's one of those games that um, it's really fun if you can play consistently with friends. And I just kind of uh, I had a uh, old friend of mine, some mutual friends that I've played the game regularly. So uh, yeah, I've just been 
getting into that. Um, there's also an interesting mechanic um, for all those that are familiar with uh, the Warcraft series. There's this ogre called ogre mage called Chogal, and uh, it's a weird game mechanic where they have two different heroes, but it's still one being. You have the hero Cho and the hero Gal, so you control each head of the ogre. So one you have to uh, select it. And whenever you get one, you kind of get the other, and you can choose which role you pick. So two players control one giant hero together. And so I was Gaul, the assassin, which is like the mage side of it, where I'm blowing stuff up, shooting these little balls of energy and stuff. Where he's Cho, and he's like running around, and he's doing the movement and stuff. So it's kind of like a... <laughs> I'm ready, I'm not ready. He's like, this way, no that way. <laughs> but yeah, it's like one of those, uh, you know, one of those vehicle sequences in like an action or shoot shooting game. I like it. Yeah, because like he's controlling it. And it's interesting because you have to time the abilities at the right time and stuff. So it's kind of like, uh, it's like if you're playing a shooter and someone's like frag out to avoid friendly fire, he's like orb, and I know to like activate at the right time to explode right in the middle of all these enemy heroes. So it's been a really interesting gameplay mechanic and like teamwork exercise, and nice. it's a lot of fun. Sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> I've sunk way too much time and enough time and money into League of Legends to really get into any other MOBA. I will, I will proudly say I've still not spent a penny on it, although I've spent a lot of my time. That is the right <laughs> thing to do. Um, me? Um, what have I been doing, you ask? Oh, you know. Um, work proceeds apace on my book, and um, by apace, I mean I've been writing at least a little bit each day. Yeah. The book will be done when it is done. Probably not this year at this at this pace. Um, but I need to. But but I need to do this at my pace. Otherwise, it will never be done at all. Sure. So, um, um, what then? Something we talked about and didn't dis- didn't mention here. Oh. Critical Role. Oh yes. Um, Critical Role. Uh, Taldori, Taldori campaign, campaign setting. It's yep. apparently out. So as we record this, July seventeenth, first day available for pre-order. I already so got mine. The people who care the, about the that. PDF is, is available today, but the actual book is not released. Yeah, there people are picking it up at Gen Con, and it's going to go out to local stores and yada yada yada, and it's shipping from the website. Yeah. GreenRunInStore.com is the website for people who want to check it out. So yeah, so people who care about Critical Role, which is everyone with me in this group, in this room. Um, <laughs> uh, other things I've been doing, uh, book, book, yeah, like I said, it's proceeding at a pace, which is better than it was a little pace ago. I have been playing a lot of the Path of Exile Fall of Oriath beta. Um, they're reworking it so instead of having to replay the same four acts three times in the uh, in this Diablo-esque like game, there's now just going to be ten acts, and it's freaking awesome. <laughs> it's like instead of telling the same story three times, we're going to tell you one bigger story, <laughs> um, so that you can get to the end game content, which is which happens after you get through the <clears throat> through the end of the third playthrough. That's grinding um, gear games, right? Grinding gear games. Which I think is funny because if you make it a thing, it's just <laughs> well, it's GGG. That's the, 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 a lot of people refer to them as GGG. Yeah. It sounds like a Korean laughing at you after he kicks your butt, Dargaff. Other things that I've done. Over the weekend, I rewatched the Cowboy Bebop movie, Knocking on Heaven's Door. And oh man. It's just so good. I should probably uh, uh, book in that by saying it's a it's a typing thing. I don't want to sound like I'm a jerk, 
it's like it's like K E K E K E K E is like you know it's like mm-hmm. or ja 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 with quick, quick, all these quick, all these quick, foreign quick. language uh, typing versions of the text versions of laughing you for K E yeah. but Cowboy Bebop knocking on Heaven's Door had I think might very well have the best soundtrack of any movie I've ever seen in my life. Thank you, Yoko Kano. Um, And it has easily my favorite single piece of written jazz music of all time called What Planet Is This? Look it up. The saxophone solo will blow your goddamn mind. Well, what's blowing my mind is that Yoko is a person named Yoko is responsible for bringing us great music. (laughs) <laughs> is for my money the, the, the greatest composer in anime I think maybe ever which kind of segues nicely into what we're going to be talking about this week indeed yes indeed um, the other thing I the other thing that all of us did this week in Week Geeking uh, some of us as recently as last night um, we watched the Castlevania series on Netflix um so what we're going to do here is uh, pause briefly for um, so for station identification, i.e. a little bit of music from the OC Remix. Um, I don't know what yet, but it will be credited. And uh, then we will return to talk about things. So hopefully I found something really awesome, but since I'm working with the OC, since I'm now going to be looking, uh, getting stuff from OC Remix, uh, it's not really hopefully. And <laughs> the reason I'm, I'm hopeful, and this is one of the few times where I'm going to be saying this and not having a awkward, um, silly piano piece where I voice over on it um, this time, because uh, OC Remix has made explicitly clear their copyright uh, policies on things. So, yeah, yeah, you can do this. Yeah, they're like, don't don't post up our song, the song whole cloth, if that's all you're going to do, and try to like put ads on it. <laughs> I was really impressed. Um, the uh, right before we get in, into Castlevania proper, um, the Spider-Man episode uh, went up on YouTube at about. 3 p.m. on Saturday. Disney had flagged it and put ads on it for so they so that they could make money by 4:30. <laughs> Our really. And I realized that the only thing I could do would be cut out their music, so I did. <laughs> uh, because I I discovered that the that, that its use in there, while researching fair use to try and do a counterclaim, I realized, wait a second, this really isn't fair use by any, like, if I tried to counterclaim fair use, Disney could sue my ass and probably win. Well, hey, 
I, it's it's amazing that we got you know that we got enough attention that they said, hey, let's put ads on this shit. Well, no, it's not like their computer just found our waveform. Right. Although to be fair, they gave me they gave us the most listening minutes we've had on YouTube ever. They listened to the entire audio track, the, the entire um, the, they listened to the entire uh, clip that I used. Hmm. Um, so we had an entire thirty seconds of listen. <laughs> no one actually looks at our videos, uh, at our stuff on YouTube. It makes me sad. YouTube.com slash Working Theory. Hint, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hint. So was that, was that a hit you dropped on the floor there, uh, Neil? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I think, it, I think it was a lampshade that I hung very heavily on, my, on that lamp over there. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, Castlevania. The... Yeah. Wow, I um, you know, want to talk about a great adaptation of Oh, yeah. Um, so, normally we would be like, okay, first half, non-spoilers, second half, spoilers. <laughs> um, look, look, here's what we're going to do. Non-spoiler review. Ten words or less. Wookie. <laughs> it was great. Ben. <laughs> Good stuff, man. You need to watch this so we so you can get past this part. That's more than ten yes. words. Shut up. Uh, Go on. <laughs> Beautiful animation, awesome voice work, great story. And here's mine. It was good. You should really, 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 really. <laughs> it's like we're doing a haiku here. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, otherwise you can't even. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now, there were spoilers. Um, the, the consensus is you should freaking see it. Um, oh, yeah. It, the only complaint I have is there wasn't enough of it. Yeah, that was that'd be my, my, my own only complaint too. There were only four 20-minute episodes. Right, and I like um, how Mike thought he was gonna sit and just watch one. Yeah, it was, it was, it was adorably naive. <laughs> well, I want to throw this out there for the listeners that are like, you know, debating whether they should listen to this first or watch it. Just watch it and come back and listen to the rest of this. Yeah, it's, it a, is, it's an hour and 20 minutes yeah. long. It's shorter than the podcast. Four, four 25-minute episodes. <laughs> it's 100 minutes. That's it. Yeah. It's, a, it's it, a relatively short movie. Yeah, it literally is going to be shorter than this episode of the podcast. <clears throat> there you go. At least currently. Um, four 25 minutes? No, it's going to be longer. No. It's an hour and 20 minutes. 25 minutes. We're an hour and 30. We're shorter by five minutes. With credits, each episode was 23 to 25 minutes. So no. if you don't actually sit through the credits, you you're looking to. at about 20 minutes. It's you totally a, didn't need to. Either. It's a photo finish. Yeah. In any case. It's a I, yeah, but damn. Because I told my girlfriend, we are going to binge watch this. Uh, she didn't know how little there was. So uh, now, like, are you serious? <laughs> what is drink meal drinking tonight? And the answer is the darkest, Blood. deepest red wine I could find. And it's quite good, actually. I'm the reddest, drinking... bloodiest wine you could find. Yeah, I am drinking, what was it? Um, Something gothic. I am drinking Plothic Dark Red Blend from uh, some... Uh, some place in California. This is a, the 2015, apparently. And I like how the light just kind of works around it and just yeah. Disappears. It, it's <laughs> it, if you, I, I'm looking at the at, at the wine right now, and it looks like it wow. looks like grape juice concentrate that has been that yeah. has been melted. It's, a, it's like a little tiny black hole in a glass. Yeah. And it is fantastic. It's oh okay. I, I wouldn't say it's fantastic, but it's not a bad bottle of wine for eight bucks, right? Which is what I spent. So it's semi-sweet. It's got some nice fruity undertones. Got a little bit of a 
bitter end to it, which I like, so... So, yeah, um, Castlevania. Um, first thing that has to be set straight, as much as it is done in the, in in that style, it is not an anime. Um, Here we go. It isn't. It wasn't made in Japan. That doesn't matter. But no. that's that could be a totally yeah. different argument. My so argument. Even get into yeah, it. my argument is it was definitely anime style. But anime, I feel, is, there is there is a strong argument for it should be at least creatively based out of Japan, even if it isn't fully made in Japan. Because a lot of things are made in South Korea these days. This is like not calling any sparkling wine that's not actually in the Champagne Hills Champagne. Exactly. That's not technically correct. Well, exactly. most people don't. Either way, I feel like that is I feel like that is a worthy delineation to be made. But I also understand why other people do not. But at the same time, it would t it takes someone. Making that pronouncement for you to not for you to think it is. It reminded me a lot of Rain the Conqueror. Um, in terms of art style, I've never. Seen it was a French animated show that featured Alexander the Great destroying the world of mathematics. Huh. That sounds it really was, fucking weird. It was really weird, and there were a lot of cod pieces. <laughs> like it was very homoerotic. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, let's wow. talk about Castlevania. Um, on its own merits, mm. this this one made you root for Dracula at first. Tre yeah, Trevor could have used a cop piece in episode two, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there was, or at least a cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Best li best line of the entire episode. Can we leave my testicles out of this? <laughs> Which hearing that come out of Thor and Oakenshield was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, now. There was one line that we kept on hearing a lot. <clears throat> <laughs> yes, he groaned a lot. He grunted and groaned so much. Am <laughs> I going? Well, being, be, being drunk and getting the shit beat out. Yeah, he was mostly drunk for the first for the first two episodes he was in. Yeah. He wasn't in the first episode, which I think thought was kind of cool. Yeah. First episode was you don't even just see the hero. Yeah, the first episode was just <clears throat> establishing. The villain. The villain. It's a prelude. So, yeah. There were two villains. Yeah, and everybody else gets caught up in their conflict. Yeah. Um, and it, it's worth pointing out that a lot of people that, that hell, I thought of I thought it initially was like, oh great, this is gonna be a tirade against organized religion, especially Christianity. And it wasn't really. It was a, it was a tirade against the, the bishop, the other villain. He is, he is a prime example of fanaticism. Power corrupts, absolutely. Yeah. Power corrupts, absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I can never remember, Matt Frewer, is that mm -hmm. his name was? Yes. Pestilence from Supernatural. Is that Barclay? <laughs> but yeah, no, he... Barclay from, uh, from um, yeah. Trek. Yeah, he, uh, he, he, he is so convinced that... Anything, Only his way is right. And that all, yeah, and that all science is the work of the devil. Right. Um, there, there is some. There are some things that can be de very definitely read into that as, so, as social commentary right now. But, eh. Fuck. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. But I like the thing is, is the opening. Yeah. You cannot help but fall in love a little bit with Lisa. Oh man, yeah. It, it, Lisa, Lisa 
is one of the most the balls on this lady. Yeah, and yeah. and she just waltzes up to Dragon's castle and's like, yeah, so you should kind of you know join humanity and you didn't even offer to take my do something with your life. You mean oh, you didn't you didn't offer to take my coat, offer me a drink? To be yeah. fair. What can you give me? To, to be fair, isn't, I mean, Dracula is always supposed to be Mister, like you know, refined gentleman. And he did not. Well, he, he okay. was not hus- He was not hospitable there. Well, this was at a point where he was like, "Fuck humanity." Well, yeah, because yeah, he was just done with humans. And then he did fuck and humanity. She was. She was lucky he didn't kill her. Just for stepping foot in the door. I think he was just, already being gentlemanly there. Well, that's true. I think <laughs> okay. he was just he was remember, curious. Remember also. Um. This was this was almost a a conglomeration of what we the person we know as Dracula mm-hmm. and his father. Um. Well, who the hell's his father? His father was the original Dracula. Uh, Wait, was, are we talking about Castlevania Dracula or like Dracula uh, Dracula? Dracula Dracula. Because in this particular case, he is actually the. Um, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, he is. Which is why I was confused uh, about the He is Vlad thing. Tepesh the Impaler. Right. Um, also known as Count Dracula. Right. Right. But either way. Yeah. And, and, yeah as opposed to uh, the the root myth where the son of Vlad Tepesh. Uh, see, I didn't even realize Dracula. that was the root myth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always um, thought it was Vlad himself. Yeah. Um, remember, I was old enough I was there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say that. <clears throat> I know, but someone has to make these age jokes. Um, you know, if, if, if you know, if no one. Is that else why you're is. such an expert on pikes? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that that gets to my one my one uh, thing. Not in the SCA. Um, yeah, you can't suspend your disbelief hard enough when it comes to medieval weaponry. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Medieval weaponry and military tactics and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, having actually. Stood next to a pike line, not on a pike line, next to one, and going, ah. <laughs> But, anyways. Salt kills demons. Salt Those kills demons, demons yes. Um, I love how, and then he, I, I, and then he's like, uh, the whip's consecrated. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she's like, what the hell? That was just like a Deadpool fourth wall line there. It's like, he was really just saying that for the benefit of the audience for the most part. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a vampire killer. Yeah, well, it was, he was saying it for, uh, what was her name? Uh, um, Sypha. Sypha's uh, benefit. Because she looked at him like, what the hell? Yeah, what the hell? Well, that that whip just made that demon explode. <laughs> yeah. Right? I guess technically, but I, it kind of felt like it was directed at me. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> it like, does. It is, but um, people who don't know the lore, yeah. they're like, why did that whip just make that demon go boom? Right. <laughs> but, One thing I noticed about Vampire Killer, by the way, which is the name of the whip, mm-hmm. Um it it uh, it had it had length according yeah. to the plot's demand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Isn't that it, always it, the way though with with whips and you know entertainment? Well, it's it's called cheating the cape. Um, anything that is it's like Batman's cape is always yeah. exactly as long as it needs to be. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, just like when he's just standing there, it's just long enough that it just kind of drapes over the shoulder. But when he needs to cover ten people, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> suddenly, you know, suddenly it's a circus tent. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that's that's it's a trope known as cheating the cape, or in this case, cheating the whip, yeah. um, which they they pulled off fairly well. But I, I liked that. Yeah, in the first episode, we are introduced also to the fact that that a lot of Dracula, you know, what they thought was his witchcraft was science. Mm-hmm. 
you know, well, and, it was and, alchemy. Let's be yeah. more honest here. Well, which no, is still, which is still science. It's still yeah. science, but it was alchemy. Yeah, there was a lot of mag- There's a lot of magic in his science. Yeah, I feel like the lines are a bit. Blurred. His science is very magical. Yeah, but there's also a lot of mad in his science. That's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, That's but, fair. Turning you know, lightning in jars. Exactly. He has electric lights. Come on. Science. Yeah. So uh, something that's probably uh, pretty obvious, but I feel it bears mentioning is um, you're talking about the religious angle and everything. Um, whenever she was being Lisa, I think it was, his mm-hmm. bride, uh, was being burned at the stake, she was like, you know, if you could hear me, like, they don't know what they're doing. That's totally Jesus Christ on the yeah. cross going, forgive them, Father, they know not what they do. Yeah, yeah. and I it think was so was, on the nose. And I think that was, I think that was what helped make it mm-hmm. not a tirade against Christianity in particular. <clears throat> uh, because, you know, there was a Christ-like figure. Um, well, and, and her whole premise was that humanity is flawed, but it's worth right. being with. It's worth it's, trying to help, trying to elevate, trying to be better exactly. than you are. It's even more on the nose uh, when you realize um, that in Symphony of the Night, where you actually see Lisa in the Castlevania games, she's actually crucified. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and those being murdered state. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a little too on the nose. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. right? But you know, well, and she also think, doesn't say that. Yeah, in, in thing because she's yeah. a nightmare right. from a succubus. But still, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing about that is, is I, it made Lisa a you know Lisa was a very very relatable character. Mm. You liked Lisa. You fell in love with her a little bit. Well, okay. d- despite despite the whole on the nose, I, I think it's an important line because when you get into Alucard territory, and he's like, "It's what my mother would have wanted." That's that was my initial reaction. Was like. Well, I get Dracula raging, and he's Dracula, so he's evil regardless. But I was just one of my gut reactions was just like, "Oh man, this is like the exact opposite of what Lisa would want. This is the worst way to, you know, like, yeah, quote unquote, honor your dead wife." You know, right? Exactly. Well, and, and she's rolling in her grave right now. Yeah. Well, no, she was a pile of ash. She's so, uh, her dust is shifting. I don't know. It is. But I loved. You know, I loved Dracula's appearance. Yeah. You know, Dracula is like... Which is... It, mm. yeah. And they took that... They lifted so much straight from the mm-hmm. games. That is, That was Dracula from Symphony of the Night. Right. Um, the castle was pretty much... Well, the castle has always uh-huh. been. Yeah. The, ca- the castle is actually modeled after a very specific castle in France. Um, including the clock tower and all that, and all that stuff. Right. Um, when, oh, and and that castle opened, has yeah. always had the same design, which is great. Yeah, I love the design of the castle. Well, and I love the sequence when the castle shows up, you know, a year later, yeah. and the doors and the things start opening up. This is just like, oh, that's just fucking ominous, <laughs> you know. And, it's well, like, and, and it started raining blood before that happened too. It's right. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, and then with the bishop, you know, yeah, the archbishop who was, I'm afraid it's not long for this world, you know. <laughs> Um, but 
Yeah, and, and I the give you one year to repent, and you celebrate the day you killed my wife. Yeah, <laughs> I, I give you one year to make peace. He yeah. did not give him a yeah. chance to repent. That's true. Well, I mean, make peace, get the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, one can repent and also not survive. Yeah. <laughs> also true. Yeah, I mean, after we're talking about Christianity, there's a rich tradition of martyrdom. <laughs> there, well, martyrdom is dying for Christianity. Uh, well, but yeah. yeah, but when, when but, you look at the when well, you look, look at it this way, the people that weren't responsible are still dying. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Well, but Christianity is also rife with you know we we burned her at the stake, therefore we saved her soul. Go us. You know we were merciful. What else that bishop has seen before Dracula? Because when Dracula did do his fiery appearance, that bishop wasn't phased. Yeah, was not. Well, no, he was. He was the. He was. He was uber fanatic Christian. Which is why any uber fanatic religion is bad. Being and uber fanatic about practically anything is well, usually a bad de- thing. You have to define what fanaticism is. Yeah, but right. because yeah. If, well, you're, was, if you're going against the the spirit of the actual theology and the yeah. actual teachings, that is very different than being yeah. really enthusiastic about the actual spirit. Yeah, no, he yeah. was, uh, and he was very much. Uh-huh. He had very much convinced himself that that his aims were also God's. Yeah. You know, were right. also God's. And <laughs> and that is that book ended nicely uh in when the, he get ki- when he got killed in the in the church. In the four, yeah, yeah. In the third act. You yeah. cannot yeah. enter the, the church of the house of God. God isn't here. It's yeah. funny when they always say that when they're already in, in yeah. the yeah. church. Right. Yeah. You can't enter here. It's like I just did. Bitch, please, I'm already <laughs> in. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, but that that book is so nice because, yeah, he believed Mm -hmm. that he was that that protected. And it was really, you know, at that point, just Dracula going, okay, you know. God does not love you, but we do. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was just like, oh, chills. Let me give you a kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Although I believe that the demon loved that bishop. Oh hell yes! It was it was you know, to, to, pun intended. It was very much they you know they shared very much the same traits. Yeah. But thank, I one thank of the you best. for getting Dracula so pissed off he summoned us from hell. Yeah, because <laughs> you know it was getting crowded down there. It's always so hot. Um, you know, no AC, no ice water. Here you at least have winter. Um, <laughs> winter of the discontent. If, yeah. But I think there was there was so many good lines. This one last kindness I do in her name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is like, wow, okay. You're talking about when he let the old woman go? Yes. <clears throat> well, actually, I think he was more than talking about letting the old woman go. This one last kindness. That was giving them the year. I thought, I kind of interpreted that later as, oh, yeah. letting her go was only part of the kindness. Yeah. Giving them one year, this, you know, and I just... Take your family and leave this nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one last kindness I do in her name. I'm just going. Oh. He looked so badass in just a regular like coat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, he just yeah. He's like industrial uh, Dracula there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was not a point where Dracula did not come off as badass. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like less is more. Like he was cooler to me when he was just kind of like going through the street than going, "Hey, I'm a big fiery face now." I mean that was cool too. Doesn't it? Well, I'm a fiery skull now this time. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he alternated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it was like ah, 
you know, one one minute and then you know, ah, another. So it's just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you you know, just. But yeah, you you almost you almost felt sympathetic for Dracula. Well, sure, I thought it was really uh, it was really well shot. I say shot, but you know, drawn, however you uh, directed, storyboarded, mm-hmm. whatever you call it. Um, when, they arted good. Yes, they arted good. I think it's all, I think it's all considered a shot. Even it would still be shot technically. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it was well shot that uh, in the beginning where they don't they don't explicitly like show all that stuff. It's just like twenty years later and he's cruising along and he's got a gleaming wedding band. I'm like, oh shit. Oh fuck. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I Drax, settle down. <laughs> like I see where this is going. Yeah, yeah. I know that was that was really well done. Um, but then when he showed up, I think one of the best shots of the movie, one that stands out, was his face in the birds. Yeah. Yeah, that was cute. That was beautiful. That was just like, oh. I will say this. There is something that I wish kind of they had not done, which is I wish they had not introduced Alucard right after in episode one saying father don't do this and then him getting slashed I would have loved for Alucard's initial appearance to be the fight with Trevor in episode four <coughs> yeah. and then him saying what well, yeah and then maybe flash back to that instead <coughs> um, well, I think it, I think then he wouldn't have known who's yeah, sleeping because water because was. Really and for people yeah. that know the games I guess well I well people who know the game would, would have known it was Alucard anyway um, if you've played Castlevania 3 Dracula's Curse then yeah, it, it's well, but, anyways, anyways, I pieced it together, but I didn't put that. Oh, yeah, game. but it's something where the um, sleeping warrior. Yeah, if if they had just had <laughs> the sleeping warrior turn out to be Alucard, um, that would have been a huge like oh, for the for the fanboys, and I think it would have been a really interesting twist to throw at people who didn't know Castlevania from from Ned. Also, though, the thing to think about. When you're employing a voice actor, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you want to put his, his name in all, in, on the credits on all the episodes, it helps to have him show up early on. But did he, wait a minute, what, wasn't that episode three when he showed up? Uh, Alucard, he up. Alucard was episode one. Yeah, he well, was, he, he was in there a bit. He was in episode one, episode but he was one. not in episode two. That's what I'm saying. Right. He wasn't but in all the episodes. Uh, one, three, and yeah. four. I, I can understand the, the nitpick, but I think it was still well enough done. I just think it could have been stronger if they had moved that scene to episode four. Yeah, I do agree it would be a better reveal that way. But Now, one thing I did like was the entirety of Wallachia after yeah. the, the monsters were released. Total fucking shit storm. Yeah, well, it was yeah. a total shithole. Yeah. You know, um. It was a hell on earth of their own making. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, which, you know, made me, made me go, I have got to introduce something like this in, you know, in a game. <laughs> well, cataclysmic. Yeah, you've come close. Well, <laughs> it, it's one of those things where one wonders <laughs> who did it first, Ravenloft or Castlevania? I right. think Ravenloft, <laughs> but. Oh, we just finished Curse of Strahd, mm-hmm. and honestly, I would rather continue facing Strahd than Dracula. Well, that's because Dracula's more... In, in a fight between Castlevania Dracula and Strahd von Zarevich, I'd give it to, I'd give it to Dracula. Yeah. Well, so we get, and then we, get to, we get to the introduction of Trevor... Mm-hmm. As a sad drunk man. Yeah. 
who was still, you know, who was still, and what was the last name? Uh, Belmont. Yeah, I am Trevor Belmont, and I have not, I've never lost a fight to man or beast. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he proceeds to get the shit kick out, kicked out of him pretty hard, but he wins. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I loved, but the thing is, is the, the way they portrayed the peasants, you know, in that inn. Yeah, but with the shovel is pretty funny. Yeah, and the goat fucking, you know. <laughs> By yeah, the way, TVMA all the way on this thing. Oh, There's hell a, yes. I mean, we mentioned the, gore, the, the sky swear. rains blood. Yeah, and the monsters <coughs> You see a down. demon running off with a baby in its mouth. There's gore everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Trigger warning, the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Episode one, yeah, all the way here. Yeah. But, yeah, but, and then, of course, you know, the, the two cousins slash brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. that was weird. Yeah, you know, it's like... My brother, my cousin. Brother. Look, we may have the same dad. <laughs> but you came out of me aunt. <laughs> oh, yeah. But anyhow. Yeah, yeah. Where are you from? Well, from your, from your aunt, <laughs> is what you just said. We came from shit. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it, kind of, it kind of helps uh, kind of, like, ran the point home about how thankless helping these people are. Yeah. By showing these these sterling examples of humanity in the end. Yes, these like, sterling. Not sterling. only do did the Belmonts get run out and everything, and they've always you know essentially been doing this thankless work, uh, especially so now. And then you know after that, the people that are still like around, it's like just by you know necessity are these terrible human beings. Yeah. Well, they got you know the Belmonts got excommunicated, therefore they were bad. Right. And wasn't it just because they didn't adhere to the church? It was because they knew too much and were tainted by the dark knowledge they possessed. And also didn't have an official monster hunting license by the church. <laughs> like, they didn't do it their way when they wanted to do it, how they wanted to do well, it. So, you know, you, you mustn't kill They didn't sign the Sokovia Accord. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, no, the Wallachia Accords. Well, <laughs> yeah, the Wallachia Accords. <laughs> but, you know, I love how some of that was... Part of the you know part of the uh, terms of their excommunication is is they can be summoned by the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, they want to have it both ways. It's like, oh, but when we want to boss you around, burst into flames. It's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Trevor was kind of hoping that he would burst into flames too. Yeah. yeah. But I love the I love the initial. It's like, oh crap! How's your finger? <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little out of practice. How's your finger? He yeah. takes out a person's eye later. Yeah, yeah. In that same fight. Yeah. You know. Well, someone using a whip as a weapon and knowing what they're doing. I mean, you can't do much to armor, but you can you oh, can yeah. beat the yeah ever loving hell yeah. Out of so playing D and D as long as I've had, I had a lot of people argue with me. Uh, why is a whip only a D four? It's like we could, against armor, it doesn't do shit, but yeah. against yeah. spare fleshy bits, it could do quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, against anything that is against even thick clothing, it doesn't do very much. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people in D and D are going around wearing leather. Right? Yeah, but you're, you're getting hit by make. something that's traveling faster. Even if it doesn't than some bullets. Yeah. Well, even if it doesn't cut you, yeah. that. That thing hitting you could still yeah. hurt. The yeah. sound that you hear when the whip snaps is a sonic boom. Yeah, it is, it is in fact 
the tip of the whip breaking the, the sound, sound barrier. barrier. <laughs> Sonic boom! And some bullets don't even break the sound barrier. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's the term subsonic round, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's where, yeah. So, yeah, that's you're talking about something that is yeah. traveling faster You can than, easily yeah. take off fingers with that. So many, yeah. car- so many people in D&D won't use a whip because it only does a D4. Yeah. Of course, if you put something hard at the end of that, you know, it does become a bullet. Yeah, and you're going to take fingers off, you're going to take eyes out. I think it would be a good house rule to up that to like a D6 against unarmored opponents. Or if you... You don't even need to, especially if you're playing a rogue. Yeah. Yeah. It belongs in a museum. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then add, yeah. He's an investigator. Um... (laughs) I'm a cook. <laughs> yes. That's the other big thing. I'm prepping a stupid game of D and D for people. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I like I like that he uses the whip first. You yeah. Know? Um, and okay, the leader of this of the speakers, Tony Amendola. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm just like. Yes. Yes, Master Braytac. <laughs> I, I liked that. I, I liked that line. Oh, granddaughter. I really wish the speakers would stop dressing their girls as boys. Right? <laughs> Explains everything. Well, yeah, and it, it, it gave it away to me. Because it kept saying grandchild. Grandchild. They were yeah. never gender specific. Yeah. And when they're never gender, and they're not gender specific, it's they're trying to hide the fact that it's a that it's a girl. Right. I'm going. Just once, I'd like to see somebody do that, and it'd be a boy. <laughs> you know, just to just go, ah, ha, 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 yeah, got you, made you look. Um, but but I, like the, I like the line about, like, did you just jump off me? <laughs> yeah, did you jump off me? Like, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> something yeah. about using her as a ledge or something. Yeah, we, yeah, the fight, he jumped off of her. <laughs> yeah. Now that was a cool effect afterwards, where there's that other... Uh, Poor sob that got turned into stone, but it was already a headless corpse. So yeah. that it, it turned normal again. It was yeah. and just kind of like splurted out with just blood and yeah. some like blank brains. And it's like okay, out. so that's a thing. Moving on. Yeah, yeah. I, I like their I like their lore with the Cyclops. You know, with yeah, I can. Well, that Cyclops is a really nasty boss at the end of level one too. Yeah, what is like? Come on, die already. Realize you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> Uh, that is that is the thing I I, I I geeked out about so hard watching this show. Mm-hmm. I really like the Castlevania games. Mm-hmm. To point out how much I like the Castlevania games, Koji Igarashi, the maker of Castlevania Symphony of the Night, um, is that that guy over your bed? What? Very <laughs> <laughs> tasteful yeah. the Maker of Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Um, Kickstarted a new game called uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Um, he might not be the most creative when it comes to names of games, but um, <laughs> something of the night. Okay, let's but, work with that. <laughs> yeah, but um, I backed that game at a hundred and twenty dollars so that my name could be in the credits. <laughs> Dude, you are awesome. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, being a nerd is, is about loving what we love unabashedly. Yeah. And I love the Castlevania game so much that Iga just being associated with this game, being like, uh, essentially he said, I wanted to keep making Castlevania games, but Konami said no, so I quit, and I'm making another Castlevania game. Yeah. I'm just hoping it doesn't come out like uh, Inafune's Mighty Number no. 9. But then I played the demo, and it hasn't. 
I mean, I, I don't rarely spend. I liked Mighty Number no. Nine, and we don't want to be so disapp- I mean, disappointed. We're crying like anime fans on prom night, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right up there with John Romero's about to make you his bitch. I know. <laughs> I, I didn't dislike Mighty Number no. Nine. My problem was I wanted it to be a Mega Man game, and it wasn't. Right. You can't really have a Mega Man game without it being Mega Man. And hype, 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 hype. A lot of hype. But anyways, digressing. Yeah. Back uh, to Castlevania. But, but, but the thing I was going to say about it was um, I love the Castlevania games. I played all the Castlevania games. I even played Simon's Quest, the bad one. Um, Wait, wait, wasn't that Castlevania 2? Yeah. Yeah, that's one that I played for the most. Yeah, it's, it's, most. it's not a very good game. It's not that great. There are a lot of problems with the game, like, including, in order to beat it, you have to do a thing that you have no reason to re- understand that you're supposed to do it. Yeah, it's, uh, um, it's kind of a thing. But in any case, <laughs> um, the only Castlevania game I haven't played is Lords of Shadow 2, but that's because I just haven't beaten Lords of Shadow 1 yet, and I like to play them in order. Um, <coughs> and I also haven't played the fighting game. There's a fighting game? I didn't game? know there was a fighting yeah, game. Yeah, um, Castlevania Legends. No, Judgment, sorry. Oh, I did know about that. Mm. Is that, you mean like, like a traditional, like a tournament fighter type It's a thing? 3D tournament fighter. I'll be damned, I didn't mm. know it was a thing. Um, and I was like, okay, it's a fighting game. I don't dislike fighting games, but it's like, I don't have this console either. But, um, keep getting off track. Yeah. The thing that geek, that that geeked me out the hardest on this was how much stuff they did and threw in mm-hmm. that was very obviously, if not directly um, lifted from the games, was so completely an homage to it that it's mm-hmm. like yeah. Um, well, it's like fight. Okay, so just to give you an idea though, how yeah. well they did it. I have not played Castlevania three, mm-hmm. so I'm not as familiar with it. Mm-hmm. That did not come off to me as like, oh, oh, this is a boss fight. Let's put that in there, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. it was a boss fight. It, it was a boss fight. fight. It was the boss fight to level one. Yeah, but it's not like, hey guys, this is the video se- game sequence part. It was just, it just kind of, yeah, you know, yeah, no, that, then that was that was the thing I love. That's why it's probably the best video game adaptation I've seen in a very, very long time. Yeah, because there were so many things they did which were even certain moves that uh, yeah, like um, uh, against Alucard, right? One of the moves that he did was well, yeah. One game. of the things that Alucard did was use the Alucard sword fireball attack move. Um, where he teleports over and attacks and then teleports back. Um, the fight, yeah, the fight with the the fight with the Cyclops was was level one. Uh, Trevor does Richter's um, dagger item rush in one episode. When he and at one point he gets an axe and I'm like, he's got to throw it in an arc over his head and he does. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I was wondering going into it, having I mean I played I'm I'm not a huge, you know, um vet, but I, I played some Castlevania two and I played some Symphony of Night. I know the basic mechanics and stuff. Um I was wondering like, okay, how are they gonna do this whole like throwing weapons thing, which is like a thing in the whole franchise, like throwing all these blades and axes and whatever. And they made it pass some. Yeah, he doesn't have like ninety in his and, back pocket, or, or like even that for that the holy water when he throws it and the guys step on it, the blue flames come up, which it's mm-hmm. like, ah. yeah. yeah. 
Well, okay. I just hope they don't do the stupid boomerang cross. Oh my god. Oh, uh, that's kind of yeah. Yeah. That's so, not, which not. leads which leads <laughs> to my one and one of my few nitpicks with the movie. The Pikes. The Pikes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've played historical recreation. Take it away, Ben. I got uh, to geek out about all the things that made me happy. <laughs> Go ahead and now talk about things that make you mad. Your fun is wrong. <laughs> well, it, it's okay, and it, it comes down to one of my one of my beliefs about good storytelling. People will accept and believe the impossible before they will accept the improbable. Pikeman you don't just grab a bunch of guys in the village square and say, okay, you're pikemen now. Because it takes discipline to sit there with a stick, with a, with a pointy thing on the end, <laughs> and face a charge. Or to know, all at the same time, when something's jumping into the air, to bring your pikes up to a specific angle. Um, which, you know, they acted like a coordinated force that had practiced together. That's because Trevor was that impressive a, a, a commanding officer, obviously. Yes, this was obviously a video game special skill. Uh, <laughs> but having, like I said, I, I played in the SCA, um, and at, at one of my first events, I was near, next to a pike line, a shield wall, uh, which Kalantir is famous for. And even watching from the other side, knowing I was not one of those guys getting charged, when the other side comes at you, you're going, ah, holy fuck! You know, I would have been hard-pressed, and I had been in the military at that point. To not break rank. To not break ranks. Uh, you know, because, and this is the other thing with a pike, um, like, you know, uh, like anybody who's ever seen 13th Warrior which is the best use of a pike I've seen in a movie <laughs> they were using pitchforks which are like 8 feet long mm -hmm. a real pike is at least 12 to 15 yeah. you know and <clears throat> all not all of, of them had pitchforks some of them <laughs> did have actual spears and even one of them had an actual pike and there was a halberd in there as yeah. well um, because they were a mob right. Yeah, and some of them were probably of the city guard Still, you know, like I said, it just, you know, you with a pike, you plant that thing, you put your foot on it, and you stand, and you let Mother Earth do her job, which is not move an inch. Speaking of pitchforks, how gross was it when they stuck those pitchforks in that dude's head? Oh, through his neck. And his neck, yeah. too, yeah. He yes. just got skewered from all angles, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and that, that was unexpected to me. That was also... I was expecting, I was expecting a nice little... Fight Mini boss fight where right. Rick, where where Richter sorry Richter's my favorite Belmont, uh, but where Trevor kicks the cat the crap out of the. I thought it was actually yeah. an interesting choice. I kind of liked that they did the unexpected thing. Yeah, I, I turn did on too, him. but I was like, I was expecting. Yeah, I was expecting yeah. a cool fight. It was kind of like that scene in Indiana Jones where he just rolls his eyes and shoots the guy. Yeah, yeah. except without being sick. Well, the the thing is, is that he, he on the one hand, in one second, he tells tells him, "You were going to make murderers of these people." And then he turns around and makes murderers of these people. Indeed. <laughs> you know, well, I was just like, well, I mean, he turned he turned the mob against him. I don't think he... He I, didn't say, hey, kill this guy. No, he, he just called him out on his bullshit. And if you look at him, he was a little bit surprised by it, too. He's like, yeah. I know. I just... Okay, I, I well. don't... <laughs> that is I, I, did not, I did not like their end result, you know, and it's just like, no, he's... Yeah, he should have fought him. 
Yeah, you know, it should have been a. It should have been a prepared to, and then the village was like, "Wait, yeah, I mean, you're a jackass." He was supposed to step into the ring of fire that Sypha had made, and <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of like the fact that it's like it makes it feel more like a real world when it's like the I most into the, the most cinematic life. thing is not always the thing that actually happens. True, this is true. It makes it feel like you're actually living in the world. Yeah, yeah. And, and to it to its point is what it was the shifting shifting loyalties of the presence. Right. Mm-hmm. Again, the not my are revolting. Yeah, I, but you know it was it was the thing that um, that you know when he when he did it. You know, he had basically taken, he had basically taken command of the peasants away from the church. Well, peasants be fickle, man. Yeah, and that's not the thing that I like. You know, because they're supposed to be innocents. Um, well, you know, I don't know about all that. Well, they, they, yeah. I mean, that that's the thing is, is that they were. Eh. Anyways, it it was it was my one nitpick. You know that these people a did not break and b new pike commands. You know, I, I can I can understand the not breaking because he inspired them. Yeah. Uh, the and the thing with um, them not using the pikes properly. It's I mean, what movie does use weapons properly? Thirteenth Warrior. Okay, <laughs> one movie. I'd like to point out um, that they used catapults in Gladiator, which no. <laughs> In, but, in that initial thing, yeah, there were like out. 20 different things they completely do wrong. Well, the Romans had something like that, only it was No, they arrows. didn't. They really didn't. They did not use siege weaponry except for actual sieges. There's plenty of movies where weapons are grossly yeah. misused, but it, it, as long as you enjoy the movie, it doesn't yeah. To be fair, they couldn't do Roman tactics of that time properly because <laughs> the first uh, because the first wave in a Roman charge is the nudites, which are a bunch of guys who are wearing who are wearing fuck all carrying spears that run out in front because they're really fast because they're not wearing anything, throw a spear and run away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, but yeah, and the thing is that's what I would have done, I would have had him do with the pikemen. Mm-hmm. Don't just stand there. Run out, throw your throw your spears in a wall of pointy death, <laughs> and then get back. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know that that's that, that that was my one. You know, but then the the whole thing in the the underside, and I, I think that um, I loved how they did the gears, how they worked in the gears from the clock tower. Yeah, <laughs> from the clock from the clock tower level, which. Um, yeah, fuck the clock tower level. <laughs> it doesn't matter which Castlevania game, fuck the clock tower level. Uh, but, yeah. It's funny how Alucard was like saying all this flowery poetic stuff, and he's like, I fell in a hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm not the chosen one, I just kind of fell in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah where, where yeah, Safa was like, or Safa was like, um, you know, it's like, I believe you're this, you know, you're this, you're the savior, and you, I fell in a hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, speaking of Alucard, I loved the way they did his fight where he just kind of floated around and fucked with him. Yeah. And also, I loved how the sword was totally a, like a uh, was totally like a claymore sized weapon. Right. Yeah. And he was just strength, yeah, and strength. he was just you know casually well, pushing around. Like was, <laughs> and again, this, this is me being a nitpicky bastard. He has super vampire strength. No, no, that's that I get. I'm I'm willing to accept that. Mm-hmm. It's now just what? that. This thick of a you know an inch thick blade <laughs> against against that 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 thick ass short sword that uh, that uh, Trevor was carrying mm-hmm. 
the blade that should have broke was Alucard's. Yeah, but Alucard's is magic. Okay, magic uh, I'll, I'll buy. I figured it either magic or something that's alchemically treated because like Dracula's routine. scientist. Yeah, yeah. No, the Alucard sword or both. gives you yeah. plus to your magic stat. It is a magic sword. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, you didn't account for it. It was a plus two magic sword. Right, yeah, there we go. But see, that, yeah, I wasn't giving, yeah, it didn't glow or anything like that. You know, yeah, for a regular sword, sword, definitely yeah. a balance. And, yeah, yeah, in fact, technically the whole teleport thing is a, is a special move that the sword gives you, not that Alucard can do himself. Uh, see, but either way, yeah, well, it was, it was, sure a, it was a fan. pull that shit off without the Alucard sword at some point in the show. In the for, show. for the record, does he teleport before he gets his hand on the sword? No, no. So he then the sword that could it, yeah. still be consistent. Right? But yeah, he yeah. just kind of gestures, and the sword comes up to him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I love where he puts the jacket on and suddenly there's a shirt too <laughs> at the end. But yeah. I'm just like, and I like how he, and, now, and I also like how no, his sword somehow fits on his hip. Yes, when even it's taller it's than his. Yeah, even though it is bigger than him. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, it's cheating the cheating the you know, cheating yeah, the blade. Cheating the blade. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, the the fight was well done. I like it was the, a really really well choreographed fight. Yeah. Because yeah, right. and and I love that Trevor didn't fall for the. He's disappeared. Where could he be? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Because he's fought those things before. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's he's Trevor motherfucking Belmont. Yeah. You know, he knows to turn around and, aha, there you are. You know. Uh, I, like, I also liked how Vampire, uh, how Vampire Killer um, mm-hmm. hurt Alucard. And Alucard was like, the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm genuinely surprised by that. Yeah. He's like, I felt that. Yeah. yeah. That, I'm course. not supposed to feel that. And I love their exchange at the end of this. It's like, I'll kill you. He says, I don't care. I'm taking you with me. <laughs> right. And he yeah. just starts laughing. He's like, perfect. <laughs> You'll do. Well, I, I, love <laughs> the, I, I love the line, you know, killing you was always the point. Surviving was just a luxury. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, well, that's because Trevor thought that he was Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. But Which you're supposed like, to. You know, it's like any what was it uh, any last words? Last words. Yeah. Any last words? Please, I don't want to get vampire guts all over my clean yeah, shirt. Yeah. Wanted to say one last prayer. One last prayer. Please, yeah. God, don't let me get all. Let me don't. Please, don't let me get vampire guts all over my nice clean tunic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like what? Aha! Aha! <laughs> you know. Yeah. It was it, a spectacular fight. Great ending. And oh yeah. It's like, oh man, you really are dedicated to killing my ass. Okay, yeah. I think you'll well, do. Well, he's he's a Belmont. Right. And well, then I. Then Alucard knew who the Belmonts were. Right. But then, of course, it's like, oh, yeah, there is that other person who I thought was, you know... Yeah, by dad. the way, Dracula. Yeah. Um, yeah. By well, the way, my dad's still up there. The, um, the Sypha. You know, she's like, I will incinerate you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am kind of fucked up, aren't I? Oh, yeah, she's got fire. <laughs> yeah. Fire bad. Yeah, fire bad. <laughs> True, pretty fire bad. <laughs> well, the thing that I thought was cool about it was it's like he he knew he was a Belmont and he took that at face value and there's the crest and all that, but at the same time, he was like uh, he was like a, like we said, he was like a he was like a drunk shell of a man. I mean not drunk at the moment, but a drunk yeah. shell of a man and everything so he's like alright well I don't care what your name is I still have to test you as a man mm. as a warrior individually and see if you're up to the task right. you can't just you know, oh I have a shiny weapon and I have a name no like he still had to really like yeah. prove himself yeah. You know? yeah I mean yeah you've got vampire killer and yeah only people in your bloodline can wield it but uh, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and there's a difference between, okay, maybe 10 years ago you were the shit. Yeah. But, like, are you still that way now? He's, well, he, I liked how he started out. Sorry, I'm out of practice. Yeah. Because he was. He was, yeah, but he was still a badass. But, yeah, but he managed to get back into practice pretty quick, fighting the Cyclops and the... Uh, the Horde. And the Horde. And the Priest. Yeah. And, yeah. That was that Just was like amazing. riding a bike. After you fall down a couple times, you remember how to do it again. Oh, also, yeah. another another thing, another nice little touch with that Alucard exchange at the end. Um, I thought it was an interesting choice that he was, like, when he was asking what year it was, he was like... What do you like? You what is the year of your lord? What is the year of your year of your lord? Oh, he yes. says your lord. Yes, he does. Okay, so that's an important. What is the year of your lord? Semantic. Yeah, I was going to point that out there. too. Well, he <laughs> is a tompier. Right. Yeah. And well, he, he takes after his mom a little more than his dad. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that, that was important. And I, well, that was another thing I enjoyed. His he day. was in the crowd. You know, he's he wasn't actually like visible in the crowd, but he but. In canon, Alucard was in the crowd when, when his she was mother was burned at the stake. But uh, yeah, and the other thing that I liked was the was the fight when he was running through the streets and the priests were after him. That was yeah. pretty cool. You know, it takes the one priest. You know, it's like, oh, you'll do as a human shield. I, I called that shit a mile away. Yeah, so it's like, predictable, but yeah. still awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now, one thing I, I I missed, and I was admittedly I was watching it on my on my computer screen as opposed to my TV. He throws the spear. He takes the top priest out. Now, does the top priest accidentally shoot the second yes. priest? He accidentally shoots the second priest. The second priest, because that that explains that look of huh? Okay. Yeah, it was, it was like, oh, I'm not gonna have to kill that one. Okay. Yeah, that worked out better than I expected. You know, that was lucky. Yeah, yeah. I was just, but yeah, the rest dealing with them, you know. That well, other other thing that I saw in the uh, the other thing that I saw in the uh, in the thing that also made me geek out. In the Cyclops place, mm-hmm. they had the enemies, Pikeman and Axe Armor, uh, were the two things that were the two mm-hmm. dead guys. Right. Uh, that were down there. I like how they they have so many little callouts. Yeah, little callouts that are, I think, just about perfect in terms of their callout because mm-hmm. it's it's not it's. It's, it's enough to make you happy, but yeah. not so much that it's like what they did, tried to do in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, where it's like, how yeah. much can we put in? Well, that and it's not, and it's also not in your face. Yeah. yeah, right. The fact that they are everything that is in there that is a call up from the game is an Easter egg. Yeah, it's not aside from it being Trevor Belmont, Sypha, and Alucard. It's not like Rogue One where it's like, oh, hey, it's those two guys from the cantina. Remember those guys? Hey, yeah. guys, remember? Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, we get it. Okay. I still like Rogue One. <laughs> That's a great movie. I'm just saying that is and one that of was, my picks. That was nearly a blink and you miss it kind of thing. It yeah. wasn't a in-your-face kind of easy. Well, I mean, it was kind sure. of... I mean, it didn't make a lot of sense. Like, it was just kind of there. Yeah, and there. Amazon and, Dr. Bo- and Papa Bondo were just in a place. Yeah. For no reason. that served no Why purpose. Not? Because but, it could be. Yeah. Because you know, because people were written because yeah, because people know because people would notice and they would be happy about it, but yeah, I like how, but, Amazon and Papa Banda is is the kind of of Easter egg I like because, they they were not distractingly there they were background characters that you could recognize. I just feel like there's a specific shot where it's just kind of like, hey, it's in here to be like wink, wink, and yeah, I don't know. I just oh, I think every Easter egg really is. 
Well, there's one thing if, if there's something in the background or whatever, or there's a name drop, but if you're actually doing like a little mini shot just to be like, hey kids, wink wink, like yeah. Yeah. And that was I that was what I that was what made me so happy about the pikeman and the axe armor. It was they were just there in the pan. That's why I bring it up. Yeah. Because it's a big contrast. It's like Spielberg and Lucas do a lot, did a lot in their movies. Like uh <laughs> I Or say, like Pixar does in all of their movies, you know. Yeah. Like E.T. in the Galactic Senate. Yeah. That was yeah. more that was more subtle though. That was right. a, a big subtle. shot. It was like in, uh, in uh, was it um, Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark, there are some uh, hieroglyphics in the back that is a hieroglyphic version of R2 and 3PO. Right. <laughs> but in Temple of Doom or no, not in Temple of Doom. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And also Raiders of the Lost no, Ark. Third plane. Temple of uh, Last Crusade. Yeah. Last Crusade. It had Nazis. Nazis. Huh? Well, so in, in, last, in Last Crusade, <laughs> Last Crusade is like uh, you know when he calls us like uh, it's like oh, Ark of the Covenant. Are you sure? Kind of. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Like, you know Nazis. I hate these guys. <laughs> you know. Um, oh, you mean in Ten Crystal Skull? No, uh, Last Crusade, they're underground, they see yeah. a picture on the wall, and he says, what is that? It's Ark of the Covenant. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, Temple of Doom, the club that they're in, when he gets poisoned, when they're leaving it, it's <laughs> Club Obi-Wan. <laughs> and in, um, I want to say, Ark of the Covenant, or Raiders of the Lost Ark, the airplane that he takes off in, um, the registry number on the plane... It was R2-D2. It's like uh, CPO or something like that. Um, we have about eight minutes left on the on, on the show. Anything else to talk about for, uh, for Castlevania? Um, yes. The, when the, there is a telling point, and I like how they did this. All through it, he's wearing that big-ass cloak. Mm-hmm. And when suddenly, when it's like... Well, when he finally says, okay, fuck it, I'm going to actually be... Yeah, I am going to go of the house Belmont. And he throws off the cloak, and he's got the really nice big seal on the back. Right. Yeah, yeah, and, th- and that was, I think that was really well done. It's kind of like when you first see Wonder Woman in her armor f- in, for the first time yeah. in the in yeah. Man's Land. It's like, yeah. oh, the reveal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although, I, I, I was looking at it in the, in the second fight, I was like... Guys, why are you picking a fight with him? Can't you see from his clothes that he's a main character? <laughs> <laughs> what I love when he leaves the house, runs out of the house, and pulls that one cord and just oh, yeah. brings the house down. That's and he's like, yeah. that's fucking, yeah. Yeah, he did his work. Yeah, he Yeah, yeah. I like that it's not just, hey, I'm the best fighter ever. It's that he's like clever he's and resourceful. Yeah. yeah, he's a fucking Hi, I'm real- Hi, I'm brilliant. Nice to meet yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. Yes. Savvy. Yeah. Intelligence Switch. is not my dump stat as a fighter. <laughs> right? True that. It's charisma. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with Trevor Belmont, yeah, charisma not his main stat. No, 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 no. Charisma is his dump stat. Even people that like him don't like him. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, he's an ass. <laughs> yeah. He's an almost completely unlikable ass. Well, you know what? To, almost. To, uh, a quick, a quick um, double dip into the religious angle. Um, there, there's a lot of a lot of the stories and stuff in the Bible is of prophets 
and saints and whatnot being complete assholes who are then used for a higher purpose. Yeah. Right. People yeah. that redeem themselves, thieves and murderers and liars mm -hmm. and all this stuff, who then serve a much higher calling despite them being dicks. Right. Yeah. And I think that brings it to something we discussed off camera or off mic before this. Off camera. Yeah. Off, camera <laughs> uh, off stage. Um, <laughs> is that it, when it comes to that scene in the church, it points out your God is not here. Your right. God has abandoned you. Yeah. Because, yeah, the, he has basically because he's abandoned yeah he's truth. he's he's yeah. he's subverted the teachings of you know his teachings to suit his own ends yep. Yep. um and like like we mentioned earlier oh yeah that demon loved him because he yeah. was like you're just like us yep. and indeed so yeah, brunch that was that was castlevania everybody yeah it's awesome it's brief I'm probably gonna watch it again. I I probably will as well. Just, yeah, just and pick up on what I missed. When season two well, comes out, yeah. season two I hope drops. there's a season two. Oh, they already they, they already announced season okay. two will be eight episodes. Okay. Uh, hopefully, we won't have to wait another year for it. Okay. Yeah, I miss I miss all the announcements. Right. That's because eight episodes. Great day. It'll be four hours. The <laughs> day it released, they announced season two and that it would be eight eight yeah, episodes. Yeah, three four hours. Yeah. What I want them to do. This is the weirdest thing. What I want them to do is make is make it up through the end of Castlevania three, and then stop making it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what I want it to not do, I want it to be a brief little mini series. Yeah. Just cover the story of just three. Just go through the the story of three. Don't drag it out. Don't right. put in you know. Don't have Trevor, you know. Don't have an, an entire episode where he just fights Medusa heads for experience. Um. <laughs> You know what we're, we're going to run into there mm -hmm. is Spaceballs 2, the search for more cash. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, with Netflix, though, that's not as much of an issue. If they get to the end of the story, they'll stop. Yeah. This is true. Netflix is a lot better about honoring If they were to make a show material. about the other Castlevania games, I would be fine with that. Yeah, that's the only thing. is If, right. if they want to do more Castlevania, once this story's done, they'll pursue the other Belmont. Right. Yeah, make it different. Yeah, or distinct. They know what they're doing. You know what yeah. I would like to see them do? Um, do the um, do the Soma Cruise games for uh, Game Boy and DS. Uh, Lament of Innocence and something else. Those were really fun. Where he, where this kid in, where this Japanese kid is the is the unwitting reincarnation of Dracula. Okay. Wow, that's interesting. And he ends up at Castlevania during a solar eclipse in the first game, and people are trying to get him to assume his Draculean might and uh, <laughs> and you know essentially destroy the world. Uh, the next well, that's in a sense makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. So Netflix recently announced that uh, one of their next projects is an animated Assassin's Creed series. We're doing an episode on Order of Ecclesia would be good too. Sorry. There's so many good Castlevania. <laughs> um, so, thoughts, uh, audience, what do you think about the Castlevania game? I really do want people to maybe comment or email me or something. Yeah, let all, us know. I, I really want tell us how our, wrong we are. Yeah, I really want all yeah. of our fan to get back to us on this. All please. of our fan. All our fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, tell us where we're wrong. Yeah. We we will then proceed to destroy you with logic. Did I? <laughs> did you leave anything out that you thought was really cool? Yeah. Let us know in the comments. There is section. a nice little Easter egg. I can't remember the episode or the specific scene, but there is a scene where um, 
Trevor's talking to someone and there are swords along the wall. And one of them is Longclaw from Game of Thrones. I didn't catch that one, but I don't care about much. It was when he was in the marketplace. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Um, so, yeah, please do things. Um, so, <laughs> this has been uh, Meal, a miserable pile of secrets. Michael, a vampire hunter. The broken shell of a man, the one true Ben. And consistently, Wookiee. I guess the same can be said of all religions. Uh, <laughs> and we will see you all next time on Geek Anthology. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter I and the number 13. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. Interstitial this week is Bloody Mayhem by Bonkers at ocremix.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us, either by donating on our website, or at Patreon at patreon.com slash workingtheory. A final thought. At the beginning of this podcast, I was going for the item crash call from Rondo of Blood, but it really sounded more like the Colossus Bomb from the X-Men arcade game. Huh.